Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Inger. And today I am joined by a special guest, Coach Drea. Welcome to the Hello. show, Drea. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I should say welcome back because if you are a longtime listener, you know that the last time she was on, she was pregnant with her daughter who just turned... What? She just turned one in January. Yeah, she's like the cutest human being in the entire world. <laughs> Such a cutie. And so we did the pre, I think we did a postpartum and pregnancy kind of talk with you and um, a couple of other guests. And then we, in the OG, did one just kind of introducing you as a coach. And so we were just chatting right before we got on here. I think you've been with the company for almost five years now. Uh, yeah, at the end of this year, I think will be five years. And you were my client before we even started Glam Girl. And I remember you started out as a lifestyle client and you just said, you know, I just want to get healthy. I'm not going to do a competition. And <laughs> uh, things kind of turned around once you kind of around the, <laughs> around the atmosphere. So d- just give us a f- brief catch up, I guess, on what you've been doing since you've last been on the show. And, um, we're going to definitely talk about the newest venture that you and your sister have going on. So I'm super excited to have you on today. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, you know, I obviously, um, was on the, uh, pregnancy post-pregnancy, uh, podcast episode and post-pregnancy. So I breastfed for an entire year and how there's so much misconceptions with, oh, if you breastfeed, you're going to lose a ton of weight because you're going to be burning more calories. Um, I might be an alien or something because my body didn't respond that way. And a bunch of other people that I, you know, talked to that their bodies didn't respond that way. Um, I kind of just see where I was like stagnant, like my, my body composition was changing um, with weight training. But um, as far as, you know, losing body fat, I don't want to say weight. I want to specifically say losing body fat was very difficult. And I already have, you know, more of a, a endomesomorphic type of type of bodies where we always have to um, do insulin resets uh, through food manipulation by doing higher fats, lower carbs. Um, but even, you know, doing that while breastfeeding wasn't something that I could do because I had to have carbs in order for my body to produce milk. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I was finished breastfeeding, my sister, she is a um, doctor out here in Henderson, Nevada. And she was telling me about this medication called semaglutide. And it's um, ozempic compound medication and it's an injection that goes in your lower abdomen. And she's like, you know, helps with weight loss. Do you want to try it? Like, um, cause that's how it works. Helps with a, um, a reset and insulin reset. And I was like, yeah, sure. And so I was on that for six weeks and was down a little over 20 pounds with, you know, yeah. consistent, uh, like consistent, you know, food and exercise and everything. So I was like, wow, this, this is the business. So since we use me as a guinea pig, we, uh, my sister decided that, you know, let's, let's run a clinic like this because my sister already has a primary care clinic. So we wanted to, um, you know, help other people with their weight loss journeys. Um, cause it's something that we're both very passionate about. You don't just become a doctor, just, you know, to become a doctor, like you genuinely have to care about people same way as 
you know, you're not a fitness trainer or a competition prep coach. It's you genuinely care about people and want to see them hit their goals. So yeah, it's just kind of nice to have both of our uh, fields of study just mesh so well together right now. I love that you guys, and tell us what the name of your company is. I think that's really cool. <laughs> it's a Lightning VIP and Lightning is our last name. Yeah, you guys are so cute. I love that. So <laughs> just to clarify, so to recap, you were breastfeeding for a year and then you kind of felt like you needed a reset. And I think a lot of people don't talk about that. Like you said, with the weight loss thing and breastfeeding, I had to be done breastfeeding before I started losing weight. And I love how you specified, you know, losing body fat specifically because we can lose weight, but that might not be the right kind of weight, especially for our goals as physique competitors. We don't want to be losing muscle weight. So as far as that goes, like for me, the progestin, that hormone that helps you keep the baby alive, um, it's really, it makes the body's insulin resistant. So I think it's pretty, I think it's like people that are, like you said, they're basically aliens, <laughs> lose a lot of weight uh, while they're breastfeeding. I just don't, I didn't see it. I had to wait for my goals until I was done with that goal. It's like a separate goal, right? You kind of have like, you're the food and <laughs> as your daughter would say, <laughs> Baba. Yeah. <laughs> I remember she called me Baba when she went to go visit her. I'm like, sorry, these, these babas aren't working anymore. Um, <laughs> she's so cute. But anyway, um, so yeah, so in six weeks you lost 20 pounds. So that's incredible. And then as far as like how you've impacted clients, I know you've helped so many people, uh, through our company. And then you do a lot of different, you wear a lot of hats there in Vegas as like a personal in-person trainer. And then how did you and your sister pair together? So she obviously prescribed and did like the medical scope of practice. So what things were you involved in in that process of building this business? And how do you help the patients at the clinic specifically? Um, yeah, so she did all like, you know, the back work, the leg work. She already had a clinic running. Um, so what kind of happens, how I tie in is... Um, me and my sister, we have like two completely different personalities. I can be such a people person and she is just very, you know, straight to the point. Mm -hmm. um, no customer service skills sometimes. So <laughs> I'm the one manner. that's on the calls. Yeah. Like I'm the one that handles, you know, all the phone calls with them, potential new patients and everything, uh -huh. kind of breaking down how our program works. Um, but where my skill set in com comes in is when after they you know, selected whichever package they're doing, um, then that also comes with nutritional guidance. So on their entire, our program is a 12-week program. On their program throughout the 12 weeks, they have uh, my support from my nutrition standpoint. Um, I have a bunch of templates made out for the three different body types, endomorph, ectomorph, mesomorph, um, that I give to patients. I kind of, you know, can, cause I, just because I've been doing it for a little bit, can look at someone a little bit and, you know, kind of tell which category they're going to fit best into. Not uh -huh. saying it's the only one they fit into, but the one that they most fit into. Um, and I have like a grocery list attached with it, what the characteristics of that body type are, um, what the best style of training for their body type, um, what a breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, two snacks should kind of look like for their body type. Um, so that's where my skill set comes in. I have people that, you know, text me nutrition labels all the time when they're at the store. Hey, is this good? 
um, I break down macros in the most simplified way for people. So I'm like, you know, you can Google this information and you're going to get like 50 different answers. So I've like just figured out to simplify it. So I believe that once you have an understanding of how macros work in the body, like it just, it changes everything, like how you eat and how you choose to fuel your body. Yeah. So let's go over those body types. I know we previously had a podcast um, and it was a while back on body types. So you can refer to that episode that um, Chris, Nicole and I did. Uh, But let's give like just a brief summary of like what that looks like. So you had mentioned earlier that you're a meso endo. So for people that don't know, you can, it's pretty common to kind of be like a hybrid of two different body types. So for me, I'm an acto endo. So I have a hard time losing body fat because my hypothyroidism, but I'm also a hard gainer, which is an ectomorph. Um, So a true ectomorph is more of just like how I was before I had hypothyroidism, where I was just completely skinny, like skin and bones and had no muscle. And I could, you know, I could basically eat whatever I wanted. Um, And then endo, it's just really hard to, you know, they're, they're usually higher in the body fat and it's harder to lose weight. So can you describe what the mezzo is and then how you fit as a hybrid of mezzo endo? Yeah, so mezzo more so is that natural built athletic type of build already. Um, Best way that I can explain it or describe it. So on my templates, I put cartoon characters so people can relate to it. Like ectomorph is, you know, Rick from Rick and Morty and sister from Daria. Um, and I believe for the mesomorph, I have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle and a She-Hulk. Um, <laughs> so, you know, a little bit. So <laughs> bodybuilders, basically. <laughs> yeah. Bodybuilders, yes. So people, you know, they get it. And for mesomorphs, it's going to be, um, you know, easier to gain uh, muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, but it might be slightly a little bit more difficult to lose body fat. But not not as hard as what it would be if you're like an endomorph. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's 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 like you know the main body type for um, mesomorph. And I feel like with my fitness journey, I, I I feel like I was a true endomorph, and my body composition and the category that I went into um, started to sh- shift over more to towards a mesomorph. Yeah, which is really cool to see somebody's body doing that, especially when it's your own body. <sighs> Yeah, well, you had you had no like previous athletic background. If you listen to her intro podcast, she did mostly marching band and really hadn't lifted weights until yeah, you ha- were kind of inspired on this journey and um, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. So we could go on and on about like different types of foods that those body types could have, and maybe we can do another podcast on that. But I definitely we've never done a podcast on semaglutide, and I'm really. This is like one of the new trends. I think a lot of people are looking at as pretty much a wonder drug for um, several reasons. Um, So why don't you start? I know, I know you kind of present some of these questions to your sister. So we want to make sure that, you know, we're not doctors. We're saying that and that we're staying within our scope of practice. So you know, feel free to differentiate. Like if you got this answer from your, your sister, and obviously we're not going to be talking about like what types of like dosage people should be taking or things like that, because we, that would be not like within our scope as well. Uh, but can you kind of just give a brief summary about what semaglutide does for people and what populations generally 
will really benefit from it um, and those reasons. Yeah, absolutely. So semaglutide is a GLP-1 medication, which stands for glucagon-like peptide 1. Um, what it does is it helps to st- it helps stimulate the beta cells in your pancreas to help your pancreas produce more insulin. Um, now, you know, there's other weight loss medications out there, one of them being um, uh, metformin right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the main difference with those is metformin is going to drop your blood sugar, regardless if, you know, you're diabetic or not. Um, okay. And you're going to expel ex- excess sugar um, through your urine. Whereas with semaglutide, it just expels the blood, the, the sugars, and it kind of like absorbs in your cells. So you're not um, excreting it out or anything like that. So that's how semaglutide works and what the difference is on there. Um, semaglutide also helps to decrease your ghrelin levels as well. Okay. So it kind of makes like a shift in the brain in terms of that and um, kind of helps you process carbs better is what I'm kind of hearing you say. Absolutely. Uh, 150% it does. And using those for, um, okay. So potential... I guess, benefits and potential possible side effects to be aware of if you're taking it. What are some of those? Yeah. So, um, this is also, this is also not a new medication. This has been around for like quite some time. I think it's popular right now because a Kardashian or something did it. Yeah. Um, it's been around for quite some time with, you know, different providers and stuff using it for, uh, weight loss purposes. But, um, you know, when the benefits of it obviously is going to be, um, if you're diabetic, it's going to benefit you greatly by decreasing your blood sugar. Yeah. Um, and for, you know, it's also been approved for weight loss has been for quite some time. So, um, yeah, sorry, I lost my place. I don't know what my, my phone just did something really weird. <laughs> All right, there we go. Can you repeat that? What were the benefits? And then what are the side effects? Yeah. So some of the side effects to be aware of. Yeah, some of the side effects, it's literally a Pepto-Bismol song. If you've got upset stomach, indigestion, uh, <laughs> then it goes diarrhea. But like, those are the side effects of semaglutide. <laughs> I think it's a patient's all the time. It makes my day. But those are the side effects of it. So we usually, if you know patients do experience any of those side effects, take some Pepto-Bismol. The cool thing about our clinic is if Pepto-Bismol is not cutting it, then my sister, since, you know, she is a doctor, she's able to prescribe them medication to help, um, to help with those side effects. And it gets sent directly to their, their pharmacy of preference. Okay. That makes sense. And then, so since we're specifically in the prep life, we're bodybuilders. So I know that you in disease populations, obviously people with diabetes, you mentioned, I'm sure people with like metabolic syndrome and obesity and things like that can really benefit from this, uh, to get their health markers back. But in terms of like the bodybuilding world, have you heard about like bodybuilders using it? Is it beneficial to them as well? Um, kind of what are the parameters with that? So I haven't heard much on bodybuilders using it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have a very strong hunch that a lot of them are, and it's just one of those, you know, industry well-kept secrets or whatever mm-hmm. um but it's not recommended for anybody with a bmi of under 25 to be on the medication yeah. um it's 
frowned upon in the medical community. Um, so that's probably another reason why, you know, if bodybuilders are taking it, especially um, we'll go with, you know, bikini athletes since they're the smallest ones in, um, you know, the bodybuilding world. And a lot of times, you know, their, their BMI is going to be, you know, below that 25, especially if they're in fun size categories like myself. Um, that, that's fun class size. A and sometimes <laughs> B. <laughs> For those of you that don't know what fun size B. means. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm sure that's why um you don't want to ever you know make your provider look bad for you know supplying that. But in my opinion, I feel like for bodybuilders, it's going to be most beneficial to take it if they were to go down that route. Would be during a cut. Um, it can be used in improvement season two. But me personally, what makes sense in my head would be if you're doing like a little mini cut during your improvement season, then using it and then coming off. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So what, um, I guess there's a lot of literature out there. It seems like that you can lose a little bit of muscle mass while on this. I know for metformin for sure that that's like a, a threat. Is it also the same for some glutide or what's kind of like the science saying behind that? Yeah, not in the clinical trials did they see that, um, but that's also going to be dependent on that individual. Like, are your protein needs getting met how they should be? What is your lifestyle that, you know, you're, that you have also surrounding medication? Because, you know, a lot of people are calling it like this miracle medication. And I mean, it works, but it works even better if you work too. Yeah. And, you know, you can't just expect to take the medication and make no lifestyle changes and expect, expect to lose weight. Like that's too good to be true. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I've heard of people losing the weight, but in those situations, it's like they do gain it back or, you know, if it's like a severely obese person, if they're not changing their lifestyle and they probably wouldn't lose as much as they probably, you know, obviously that they would, if they were incorporating the, the nutrition and, um, exercise part of it. So, when you guys take people in on your clinic, do you get any kind of like pushback when people um, like, are there ever people that are just like, no, just give me the medicine. Like, I don't want to do these lifestyle changes. Like, do you ever get that kind of pushback? Absolutely. We kick them off for a program and refund their money. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to deal with that headache. <laughs> That's funny. So they definitely have some teeth in the game then. And then as far yeah. as, um, so does it help with, um, like if you're exercising and on a controlled diet, do you feel like sometimes you would mention like you get nausea and stuff like that? Do you find that people have a hard time getting like their protein goals met because they're not as hungry and because the ghrelin and their brain, um, you know, since there's that shift and just like not feeling the hunger, do you ever find that people struggle to actually eat while on it? Or is that not really? Absolutely. I can, no, I can see that like it being difficult to eat because even for myself at first it was difficult to eat. Um, But the thing is with, you know, my background versus other, you know, lifestyle patients that we have, um, I understand the importance of making sure to get my protein and especially on a medication like this. Because again, if I'm not properly fueled, I'm going to run into the issue where, yeah, now I am going to start to, you know, lose some muscle mass and everything, which is something that I don't want to do. Um, so I really encourage our patients to, uh, you know, get very comfortable being uncomfortable. 
in order to, you know, maintain the goals that you want to do. Um, so I, I recommend a lot of, you know, um, uh, level one, uh, you know, first form like meal replacement shakes um, to start off there. But Yeah. eventually that side effect of the semaglutide does wear off. So where you're, Okay. you're not having as much appetite suppressant because your body does adjust to it and acclimates to it as you're on it. The longer you're on it, the more acclimated your body's getting to the medication. So your dosing goes up. Um, Okay. so that, that will eventually go away though. Like having, feeling like you have no appetite. Okay. Yeah. I like the idea of just doing a protein shake. My ectomorphs that tend to need to eat a lot of food because they're hard gainers, you know, I always have to give them kind of like those processed things like quick digesting in a way just so that they can get something in so they're not feeling like they have a lot of volume. So that makes sense that you would recommend that. Um, I guess what other types of, and again, trying to stay within the scope of practice. So I know I sent some of these questions to you ahead of time and you asked your sister. So when she's like as a practitioner looking for like blood markers, do you evaluate those before and kind of like what things is she looking for in order to like see, you know, if this fits for that candidate or is it more just about the BMI, like the height weight chart? Yeah, so um, we are specifically looking at the A1C. And the reason that we're looking at that is because, oh, long, long story short, liability reasons. We want to make sure that there are no underlying health issues, like a low blood count um, for like anemia or any underlying conditions that we don't know of. So they, Okay. so the patient can't be like, oh, well, I started taking this semaglutide and this is what caused my... Um, you know, diabetes or my retinopathy to be even worse. Um, they could be unaware if they even have that to begin with, you know. Okay. So we do that just as a pre-screening, just to make sure there's no underlying conditions uh, for liability reasons. So do you do a Yeah. full metabolic panel where you not only just look at the A1C, which for those listeners that don't know what that is, it's basically like your last three months average of your blood, fasted blood glucose. So I'm assuming you also take like fasted blood glucose and are there any other markers that you look at as well or? do a, um, a comprehensive um, metabolic panel, uh, CBC panel. Um, yeah, we do, we, do, we do those three ones. Okay, cool. Um, do you ever find like, and you may not know the answer to this, but do you find that the, do you do like a pre and post uh, blood marker? So you kind of can see like how much the A1C improves or the fasted blood glucose. Do you see those changes? Yeah, we do like every three months um, Okay. after because that's the end of the 12 week program and a lot of people, you know, they renew and everything. Yeah. Um, so we have seen improvement there, which is really cool. Um, Yeah. it's also kind of really cool to be able to tell someone who, you know, may not have insurance or they don't have a primary care doctor. Um, hey, you have diabetes, just so you know. So this is a really good medication for you to be on and to get you started off with. Um, Yeah. so that's just really cool being able to help people on like not even just, you know, um aesthetically, but internally as well. So I'm really happy that my sister chose to go to school for all this <laughs> Yeah. and that we're Yeah. able to work together with it. Yeah. It's so good when you take a holistic approach. And I think that modern medicine really needs to do that where, you know, a lot of times doctors don't even get a 
class about nutrition and, you know, they're dealing with, you know, very serious issues and they have to go through a lot of schooling, but we also need people in different angles taking care of the whole picture of that person. And, um, you know, medication is one thing that we can do, but we can hit it from all angles and looking at nutrition and diet and exercise, all that stuff is such a great comprehensive way of doing things. So I love that you guys paired together. Um, are there any other lifestyle factors that you have to consider when you're evaluating whether or not they're going to be a good candidate? I don't know how rigorous it was where they have to kind of like show you, do they have to kind of say that they're committed to also following this program? Cause you had mentioned like they kind of get kicked out. <laughs> so I didn't know if that well, was like, We've people out. um, yeah, it's, um, we, you know, when I talk with someone over the phone, I can kind of get a sense of, you know, where they're at, um, what their level of, you know, one through 10, how willing are they to, how much do they want to lose this weight? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. so it's, it's a willingness factor that goes into it. Are you willing and ready to change over your lifestyle? And, you know, like I said before, get comfortable being a little bit uncomfortable um, while you're going through this. Um, so th- those are those are the main things that we look at. We actually had a um, one of our patients, she was uh, wheelchair bound and she was still losing weight. I had actually written workouts for her to um, using towels. So, you know, you can do like a bicep curl by pulling the towel apart and then curling and you're still going to get that um, tension on the biceps. Um, We were using bands, all sorts of stuff. And so she was moving what we could move. Yeah. And she was losing weight. So so I tell everybody, I was like, I don't want to hear any excuses. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So what's your, what are some of your best client testimonials? Because you, when did you guys open? How long have you been in business? I believe my sister got the uh, licensing and everything. I want to say like maybe November of last year, um, okay. but we didn't actually launch everything until maybe February of this year, okay. February, March of this year. Um, so you've had, we have, you've had people go through the 12 weeks then probably. Oh, yeah. Several oh yeah. And yeah. Staying on. Yeah. One of them, one of our patients, She's been on it for this is her maybe like fourteen between week fourteen and sixteen, yeah. and she's down over sixty pounds, which is Whoa. which blew my mind. My my sister called me and she's like, "Look at the charts." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then wow. I saw this patient, completely different person. That's completely different person. What do these people say about it? What are, what are their thoughts? Like when they have that extreme of weight loss, I mean, what, what do they say? Cause that's, I'm doing the math right now. That's 3.75 pounds a week. Yeah. That's a lot. Um, a lot of them, I, I feel like it's an adapting thing for a lot of them. Actually, I think that they're shocked themselves. Um, yeah. I always warn everybody start saving money now because you're going to need to buy a new wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you yeah. know, <laughs> Yeah, a lot of a lot of it is shock with a lot of our patients. Um, but also, you know, they're very they're very thankful because a lot of our patients that come to us, this is not the first thing that they've tried before weight loss for weight loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them just need a little bit more understanding, just you know, on macros and how food works in the body and 
also this medication with it being able to do an insulin reset for you like this makes it you know so much easier yeah so we see like a lot of the spas and clinics and things are in hormone places like they're all kind of popping up and um you know selling some glutide and advertising that at least i've seen that quite a bit recently so yeah. how do you know i know we've talked offline about just how if it's a certain price, it's probably not legit. And can you kind of talk about that a little bit, some things to look out for when it comes to choosing the right person? Because I know you you can service Nevada, but I think your sister's only licensed in certain states. Is that right? Yeah, she has about, I want to say about like 10 other states that she's licensed in. Um, you can like go on the website, like VIP.com and it'll okay. show all the states that we're able to like ship to and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but no, yeah, so semaglutide, like I said at the beginning, is a compounded ozempic. Um, and the difference between ozempic and compounded ozempic semaglutide, uh, I give this analogy a lot so people can understand it. Say you're at Walmart and you're going for ibuprofen. You see the ibuprofen on the shelf for $4. You look one shelf below, there's the equate version, same exact active ingredient, but it's $2 cheaper. That's the difference with it. It's a name. It's a name brand type of thing. Um, and okay. so you don't copyright. That's where they come up with the compounded portion of it. Some pharmacies will add different um, components to their semaglutide, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, different vitamins and things like that. Um, so and it can it can really dilute the product itself. So that's why they have different pricing at different places, because um, it's kind of like the strength of the product mm-hmm. is what you're, is what you're looking for. But our product. Okay. 100% <laughs> legit. It's VIP baby. <laughs> it is. It is a hundred percent semaglutide. Yeah. But it doesn't have anything else added. Um, we offer, you know, vitamin B12 shots or lipo Bs um, separately from our packaging and everything. So it's just straight semaglutide. Yeah. Okay. And so when these spas and things, I'm assuming that they have to have, they have to have some sort of medical practitioner involved in that prescription, correct? Like it's only something that you can get from a doctor. Is that right? Yeah. Usually, yeah. Usually they have, um, even at medical spas and stuff, let's say they don't have a doctor there. They always have an overseeing doctor that may not be on site and things like that. It could be a virtual thing where they just partnered with a doctor and that doctor, you know, sends them a prescription and stuff like that for their okay. patients. It can, it can be all sorts of different things. Yeah. So how many, um, do you have to take months off? Is there only a certain amount of time that you can follow it when you say 12 weeks? I know there's different titrations cause your body kind of becomes like resilient to it. Is there, uh, I mean, it's probably different for everybody and it's probably more of a doctor thing to like individualize that, but is there, mm-hmm a set where you have to take a break or is it kind of, you can be on it for a while? No, not at all. You can be, you can definitely be on it for a while. I actually had a girlfriend um, back home in Indiana who had an amazing weight loss with it. And she was on the medication for like two years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you just aren't to that point, obviously, since you, you've just started, but your longest patient has been 16 weeks. Is that right? Um, no, she's a, we've had a little bit longer. We've had like, uh, we've had people going into like their third cycle now. So like around like 32 weeks and stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you've been a wealth of information. I've learned so much and I hope our <laughs> listeners have too. 
Was there anything that you wanted to talk about before we hop off um, or a question maybe that I didn't ask you in regards to all of this that you'd like to share with everybody? Yes. The one thing on there is what every, I've heard this so many times from so many people's uh, primary care providers. Well, my doctor said not to get on this medication because I'm just going to gain the weight back. You will gain the weight back if your lifestyle is not in alignment with what your goals are. Yeah. I myself was on it for like, I lost a little over 20 pounds after six weeks and I stayed on it for like another two or three weeks. I haven't had that medication in well over a month, month and a half now. Uh And I'm continuing to still, you know, drop weight and retain and maintain muscle, muscle tissue and everything. So I know it's possible because I, I did it. Yeah. And I know I've had some circumstances where clients like have shared that their doctor tells them not to exercise and things like that Would there, why would they do that? Do you know? I mean, obviously that's not the practice that you're, um, Oh yeah. See, I'm not going to go into conspiracy theories and big pharma or anything, but something around there. Cause you know, doctors get paid off of, you know, different medications and stuff like that. Um, and also I think a lot of it is ignorance. Like you hit the nail on the head earlier when, um, you know, most doctors don't know anything about nutrition or workouts. Um, I, I always say this jokingly to my sister, but it's pretty true. People, uh, in the healthcare profession are so wonderful at taking care of other people, but really struggle with taking care of themselves. Um, so it's, yeah. So that, that, that's why. Super prevalent. <laughs> yeah. It's my sister's a nurse practitioner and she, you know, doesn't she'll skip eating meals and like workouts because she's working like 12 hour shifts and has so much paperwork and they jam in like patient after patient. And it's like, she doesn't even have, you know, some of these nurses don't even have time to like take a bathroom break or be able to drink water and things. And exactly. it's just really sad because those are the people that are so nurturing and um, so giving of themselves that, you know, it's unfortunate that, that it's like the opposite. And it seems like they always have like these crazy treats and things in the break room and it's a stressful job. So yeah, I just feel, I feel bad about the healthcare system in that regard. Um, I wish they allowed for them to take care of themselves as well so they could pour into their patients, but that's a whole nother topic. (laughs) So, okay. Well, can you share with everybody like where to find you? I'll put it in the show notes. Um, so if they have questions, like if they're in the area and they want to reach out, um, or if they want to sign up for coaching with you, uh, they can always go to glamgirlbikini.com and hit the get started button and just be sure to request coach Drea, but, um, kind of give us like your Instagram handle and other ways to find you. Yeah, so my Instagram handle is just uh, Coach Drea Training. Uh, you can also catch me over at Lightning VIP on Instagram. Um, and we have a contact button. It has a number. It's my second phone. So, you know, got a second <laughs> phone. <laughs> um, it receives text. So, you know, if, of course, if you have any questions or anything like that, you can uh, send a text, give a call, email, Whatever yes. works best for you to see the list of states that we service, just visit our website, lightningvip.com. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today. And if you would like to, um, you know, give Drea a shout out and tell her how much you appreciated this, 
Be sure to tag us on your Instagram story. We're at Prep Life Podcast or at Glam Girl Bikini. And we would totally appreciate that. Um, we'll also link in the level one that she mentioned. Um, so if you want to get some level one, we'll we'll show the link there in the show notes as well. So this is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini signing off. Thanks for listening, guys.